principles that you got to align with when you are chasing big goals or when you are trying to align yourself with the vision that you have for yourself is you got to understand your values. So who are you and why are you doing this? So this is the foundation for your success because if you don't have any values, you'll bow to everyone else's. And here's what I mean. If you don't have any personal standards, if you don't know exactly like who you are and why you're here, then you'll cheat yourself. You won't get to experience living a true purposeful life. Your your values will just be a reflection of the people around you. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. It's your girl, T, and I am super glad to be back with you. Another episode. Wow. I am honestly just grateful that I get to do this with you every single week that that we get to chat, hang out, and grow together. I really appreciate you listening in every week, sharing it with friends and family, and all the messages that you send me on the gram. It it really touches my heart, for real. And so thank you for that. So today, I am talking about something that is very, it's a popular topic. Everywhere that we turn, people are talking about self-discipline and how we need it in order to crush our goals. And, you know, we got to take massive action and We got to discipline ourselves and push ourselves and do more and be more and crush more and bigger, bigger, harder, harder, faster, faster. Right. But and this is the reason why this is, is because we live in a world that idolizes success and it puts people who achieve it on a pedestal. Right. We call them high performers or great achievers and we categorize them as an elite group of people. But here's my thing. 
What if achieving success, what if being a high performer, what if crushing your goals was actually about aligning your life with the right principles and not so much about doing all the right things like disciplining yourself more, right? Would you think that this was uncommon? Would you think that I was lying to you if I said that was true? Because what if this wasn't about actually working harder or smarter? And what if all you needed was a clear vision for where you were going and that would help you to do the things that you dream of doing? Would, do you think you would still feel overwhelmed? Well, that's exactly what we're talking about in today's episode. I'm going to help you to cut through all the noise and understand exactly what you need to thrive with your goals without forcing yourself to be more disciplined and courageous. So this is not a sexy topic, but we got to talk about it. So one of the principles that you got to align with when you are chasing big goals or when you are trying to align yourself with the vision that you have for yourself is you got to understand your values. So who are you and why are you doing this? So this is the foundation for your success, because if you don't have any values, you'll bow to everyone else's. And here's what I mean. If you don't have any personal standards, if you don't know exactly like who you are and why you're here, then you'll cheat yourself. You won't get to experience living a true purposeful life. Your, your values will just be a reflection of the people around you. Because we know that we are influenced by our environment. So if the people around you value things that don't matter to you, over time, they will become your values. If, if the people around you are pursuing things that are worthless, like if they're all about material success and they want the house and the cars and the big bank account and all that stuff, that stuff is beautiful. It's great. I definitely am going to have that. I'm working towards that, but that's not what I'm working for right? Those are byproducts of having a bigger goal, a bigger life vision, a bigger purpose. You know what I mean? And so if the, the people that you're around are only pursuing those things, then that's going to become your value. You will become materialistic and superficial. Even if it's not what you want, that's what will happen as a byproduct of your environment if you don't know what your values are. And so that's why this is the foundation for achieving big goals and, and living the quote unquote successful life. You've got to know your personal values. Okay. And it also helps you to stay consistent with your goals and to actually be committed. Because if you know that one of your values is to take care of your family, like let's say you're married and you have kids and you really want to make sure that your kids are well off, right? You want to make sure that your kids have a better life than you grew up having then you're going to do everything in your power to make that happen. You're going to do everything in your power to see to it that that result happens. No matter how long it takes, it could take 2,500 years. It doesn't matter. You are going to make it happen. Okay. And the reason why is because your value is making sure that your kids have a better life than you had. Your value is making sure that they get to experience all the things that you never got to experience. Okay. So it helps you to stay motivated and, and committed to your goals until the finish line. So here's what we have to do if we want to figure it out. So you got to answer questions like, why is it important to me that I hit this goal? That's number one. Number two is, why is this a priority for me? Because at your core, this goal represents or, or means something greater than whatever the outcome is. It's not about the actual achievement of the goal. There's something else there that you want that 
that caused you to set that goal. So for example, if your goal is to have $100,000 saved in the bank by, you know, within the next five years, why is that the goal? Other than the superficial reasons, like it just looks good and you're going to feel financially stable or whatever reason you put there. And that's all fine. That's good. Great. It looks good. Great. You have financial stability, but what else is there? What else? What, what else does $100,000 do for you? Just having it there, not touching it at all, right? It's not an emergency fund. It's not anything. It's just there in the bank. What does that do for you? What, how does that align with your values? You know what I mean? Those are the kind of questions we want to ask in order to understand why we're pursuing the goals that we are pursuing. Because life is more than just being superficial, okay? So the second thing that we want to look at is focus because we know that what we focus on grows. And this has been confirmed by neuroscientists. And it's, it's a principle. This is, this is, and when I talk about principles, principles are basically truths. They're, they're irrefutable truths that the world is governed by. So these are things, laws and precepts that God put in place that when we abide by them, we get to reap the fruit of them. And if we don't, then we don't reap the fruit. This is why wealthy people become wealthy. They follow principles for money. They don't go out. They live on less than they make. They're doing smart things with their money. They're stewards of their money instead of wasting it. Okay. It's the same thing when it comes to your focus. Whatever you put all of your attention on is what you will create more of. And it's not some law of attraction garbage. It's, it's the truth. What you sow, you reap. What you put into, you get back. What you put out, you get. And this is, we know that it's true. And there are so many different ways of saying it, like karma. And um, I don't know, I can't remember all of them right now, but there's so many different ways that we can break this down and, and, and explain it or describe it. But it boils down to whatever you sow, you reap. It's a universal principle. No matter where you live in the world, no matter what you do, no matter who you are, anything you put out is what's going to come back. Whatever you sow into the ground is what you will reap from the ground. Okay. So if all you think about is that life is hard and you can never get ahead and no matter how hard you try, life just sucks, then you know what's going to happen. You'll never get ahead and life will continue to feel hard. But if that were actually a true statement, if this was actually true, then it would be universally true for all people everywhere. And we know that this is not true. Not all people everywhere believe that life is hard. And so that's how, why you can scratch that off the list and begin to reframe that, begin to teach yourself, you know, shed that, shed that lie and step into the truth. And the truth is that life can be one big adventure. Life is bliss. Life is full of opportunities to learn, grow, make mistakes and get back up. There will be challenges in life for sure. We're, that's, we're not trying to avoid that. We're not going to, we're not trying to deny or diminish that. There will be challenges 100%. But what are the challenges there for? Are the challenges there for us to, to moan and groan and, and complain about how hard life is? Or are they there to sharpen us and to make us smarter and to help us to grow, right? We know that all things work for our good. All things work for our good. And if that's the case, then everything that happens, every single thing, whether we define it as good or bad, it doesn't matter. Every single thing that happens is for our good when we allow it to work out that way. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things 
You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head yes and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you got to join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months. All right. So if you want access to this mini course, all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. And I will meet you there. for our good when we allow it to work out that way. Because I can tell you straight up in my life, the bad things that have happened to me, one example, my mom dying at 15 and me being an orphan, I could have turned that into, oh, woe is me, pity party. And then my life could have gone south. I could, I could be a homeless person sleeping on the street all because my mom died when I was 15 years old and I grew fatherless. I could be a prostitute out in the streets doing all kinds of stuff because my mom died and I grew up without a father right? I could be out there living some wild, crazy life all because my sob story, my mom died and I grew up without a father, but instead all things have worked together for my good. I am now running a successful business. I am now a mom of three beautiful, healthy kids. I am now a wife to one man. I am now, you know, a friend and a supporter and a coach and a, uh, someone who challenges other people and helps them to grow. Right? So the way that our life turns out is not based on what happens to us or the fact that life is hard, right? How life turns out is based on what we choose to do with what we're given in life, right? Some people have less obstacles to overcome and that's fine, right? Some people, some people have both their parents and they didn't have to go through what I went through. They didn't have to pay rent at a young age. They didn't have to get a job. They didn't have to juggle high school and working and all the things that come with it. Managing my social life and managing my emotions and my mental health and all these, they didn't have to go through all of that when they were 15. They had, they were living in a home with two parents or even one parent and they were fine. They graduated, went off to college, did all, did all their stuff and they were fine, right? So some people have more things to overcome in life, but just because people have more things to overcome doesn't mean that life is hard. You feel me? I, I can go on and tell you story after story after story of different things that have happened that I could say, oh, life is hard. Oh, life is one big sob story. Oh, oh, what was me, right? But if I had chosen to go down that route, then the life that I'm living today would not be what it is. I would be a depressed hot mess because I'm choosing to focus on all the negative things, all the bad things, all the things that went wrong that I think shouldn't have happened. But in truth, when I look at it outside of myself, like if, if I was looking at somebody else's life and they told me, you know, my mom died when I was 15, I grew up fatherless and yada, yada. I could look at them and see the beauty in it. And I can see also see the sadness. I can see, oh, that kind of sucks. You grew up without parents. But I can also see, wow, you learned independence at a young age. Wow, you learned that you had to work. You had to work to take care of yourself. Wow, you learned how to cook because no one was there to cook your meals for you, right? You learned how to manage your money. Even though you made a lot of mistakes and you wasted a lot of money and you did X, Y, Z and all kind of stuff that wasn't helpful. Wow, look at the woman that you are today because of that. You know what I mean? And it's only when we allow our situations to work for our good that we get to benefit from 
the result of whatever experience we have in life. But when we see it as, oh, life is just so hard and I can never get ahead, then that's what's going to happen. You will never get ahead. You will always feel stuck. You will always feel like you're heading a wall. You will always feel like, man, this is just too hard. What's the point of my life? Why am I here? Life is just one big struggle. And that's just not the truth. So what do we do now? What do we do now? Another principle that we got to abide by if we want to actually be successful and step into all that God has for us is we got to remember that less is more. Less is more. When you notice yourself falling short of your goals, whether it happens once in a while or it's a repeated pattern, then you want to do what I call slow down to speed up. And I do this all the time. Whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or I feel like I need to rest or I feel like, man, I'm just going too fast and I got to take a break, then I always just like take time to analyze what's going on. I examine my heart. I examine my thoughts. I examine my emotions. And I really just sit back and ask like, what's going on? What's going on? Where is this anxiety coming from? Where is the stress coming from? Where's the overwhelm coming from? And what can I do? What can I let go of to create more peace within myself, greater alignment within myself? Because stress and dysfunction and disorganization, and all that stuff, it's just a sign that I'm out of alignment. And so it's time for me to cut back. It's time for me to do less. It's time for me to say less. It's time for me to take a step back and just be instead of do, 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 right? Running around doing instead of just sitting back being, okay? So just imagine if your car broke down every time that you try to drive it up a mountain. Would you keep forcing it to push harder and to do whatever it takes to get up there? Or will you take it to the mechanic and try to find out what's going on? the latter, right? So that's the same thing that we got to do with ourselves and with our goals. We got to examine, hey, why isn't this working? How come I keep hitting the same dead end every year? I set out to, to achieve the same goal, but I keep meeting the same roadblock. What's going on here? What is the lesson that I refuse to learn that's causing me to end up in the same cycle, right? We got to ask, we got to address these things so that we can rest to the next level of where we say we want to go. And the, the, another thing, another principle that we got to practice is understanding that done is better than perfect. And so we can't quit. Quitting is not an option. We got to cross the finish line. No matter how long it takes, we got to cross the finish line. If we have a project that we estimated would take about three months and it ends up taking six, that's okay. We just got to cross the finish line, right? We can't give up on things just because it's taking too long or it feels too hard or we, we just are tired. No, we're not going to give up. We can take breaks, right? We can pause and say, okay, I'll get back to this tomorrow or I'll finish this next week or I'll get some help with it or, you know, things like that. But we're not going to give up just because it's taking a while because everything in life has a beginning and end. And this is a pattern that we see happening all throughout life, whether it's a season, a relationship, an opportunity or a dream, right? King Solomon was one of the wisest people to ever live. And he said, there is a season an appointed time for everything. So being inconsistent with your goals is not because you lack self-discipline. It's not because you lack self-discipline. If you think about your life, you'll see that you naturally practice discipline in some area of your life. You have habits and you have things that you do that cause for you to focus and to be self-controlled when you engage in those activities, right? You eat at least three times a day, that's discipline. You wake up and sign into work when you're scheduled, whether you like it or not, that's discipline. Whether you feel like it or not, that's discipline. You jump onto the gram, right? Instagram as often as you choose, at least once a day, that's discipline. Need I say more? 
right? You already practice discipline. So it's about acknowledging where you practice it and figuring out how to apply it in other areas of your life as well. Because the truth is you don't actually struggle with discipline. The reason why you aren't consistent with your goals is because you haven't made a commitment and you haven't decided that this goal is an outcome that you will see come to life in your life no matter what. It hasn't become a non-negotiable for you. And until it does, you'll continue to pitter-patter along the same path. You'll continue to play hopscotch on the same line. You'll continue to go in this cycle of going for it and then slowing yourself down, trying to do it and then self-sabotaging, going full force and then choosing to procrastinate. It'll just continue to be a cycle because you haven't yet committed. And so I got to ask you, what is this costing you? Choosing not to commit to your goals is bigger than just procrastinating or waiting for an opportune time to get started. It's about your destiny. And we know that our decisions today create the life that we experience tomorrow. So how can you make healthier choices right now in the present that will lead you to the outcomes that you want to live in the upcoming days? What are some decisions? What are some shifts that you can make in your life right now that would help you to enter into the fullness of where you want to be tomorrow? Can you imagine what you stand to lose if you choose not to engage in the process? If you choose not to fully give yourself to living the dream that God put on your heart? If you choose to give up the fight, if you choose not to take your goals seriously, if you choose not to live your purpose, if you choose not to fully be yourself, if you choose not to engage in life, what's at stake? What's at stake? What are you putting on the fence? What are you leaving up for grabs? What will it take for you to grow? What will it take for you to mature? What will it take for you to get off the sidelines, stop playing small, and actually become the success story that you've been writing all these years. You've been dreaming about it. You've been envisioning it. You've been thinking about it and, and talking to yourself about it. But what will it take for you to actually step into it and begin living it? A lot of people, when they get messages from the doctor about them dying or having some kind of illness or having a limited amount of time to live, that's when it clicks and that's when they realize, man, I haven't actually been living my true life. I haven't actually been taking my dreams seriously. I haven't done what I told myself I would get to do someday, one day. And then they try to cram it all and get it all done within a limited amount of time. But not everybody actually gets that opportunity. Some people die before they even get a chance to do the things that they journal about every day. And so what is it going to take for you to actually grow, to actually engage in the process of changing and doing something different so that you can see a different result? Because Einstein said, insanity is just repeating the same thing, expecting to see something different. And we do this all the time in so many different areas of our life, but specifically when it comes to our goals, there is a fear there that causes us to do this, to live in this cycle. And until we are willing to address that fear, until we're willing to get to the bottom of the sabotage, we're not going to see any progress. We're not going to make any traction. We're not going to actually hit our goals. And that's what I don't want to see happen for you and for me. This is, these are the kind of conversations I have with myself all the time. That's why I'm sharing it here with you. I will never come on this podcast and share something with you that I have not already gone through myself. These are questions that I ask myself in my journal. 
what will it take for you to grow tea? And now I got to ask you, what are you willing to shed? What are you willing to let go of in order to grow, in order to mature, in order to create some change in your life? I want you to let go of all the noise, all the drama, and all the negativity. Let go of all the excess, all the dead weight, all of the excuses. Let go of all of the reasons why you justify to yourself why it's okay for you to not grow to the next level. Let go of all the fear and the shame and, and, and the anxiety that you feel when you think about doing the thing in real life, living the dream in real life. Let go of the fear that you think, oh, people are going to judge me. People are going to misunderstand me. I had all of that too. And it held me back for a long, long, long time. But you know what? When I finally stepped out of that, when I finally acknowledged that, when I finally worked through and healed that, that side of me, that's when I was able to really find my tribe, really find my people, really, really connect with others on a heart-to-heart level, not just a superficial, hey, how you doing, shallow, I'm good level, but actually develop deep, intimate relationships with people and allow for them to know me and I know them and to feel safe in that place. When I, when I decided to step out of my mask and, and get out of my shell, that's when I realized the true power of alignment and the beauty of success because it's not about just getting some result, right? Like we talked about at the beginning of this episode. It's not just about setting a goal and boom, I got my goal. I'm all good. It's about the journey to getting there. And that's what I found with, with every goal that I've hit successfully, It's been about who I became in the process, the lessons that I learned in the process, the things that I got to experience, the people that I got to meet, the conversations that I got to have, the the experiences that I got to, to have because of the goals that I set. And so I hope that this challenged you. I hope that it inspired you. And I hope that you know that there's work for you to do and you were made for this work. You were made for this work. It's not, it's not all about the shiny results of success. It's about the journey to success. And so how do you stay consistent with your goals, even if you struggle with self-discipline? I'll just summarize it for you. You got to know your values. You got to focus on the things that matter. Master your 5% activities. You got to do less, do less. And don't quit. Don't quit because your goals are worth it. You are worth it. And no one is going to do the work for you. No one is coming to save you. No one is coming to give you the answer. You get to go through the process. You get to learn. You get to find your way through this. And of course, there are resources and things that can help you. There's a ton of episodes here that you can listen to that will help you to navigate through whatever stage of the goal achievement process you're in. I also have a program called 90 Days One Goal. Right now, the doors are not open, but if you wanted to jump on the wait list, you absolutely can. But there are things, books and resources and blogs and podcasts and all kinds of stuff available for you to take the leap. And so I challenge you before the end of this year, not just to set a goal and work towards it, but actually get busy creating the life that you envision for yourself. Get busy leaning into the vision and living it out right now today because All you have is today and today matters. Today matters. If you want to be successful, then you got to make the most of today. All right. 
I love you when I mean it. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And we'll chat in the next one. Bye.